A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am Logan Howard and I am joined by, it looks like a hoodlum on my screen. Oh, no, never mind. It's Brendan. Hi, Brendan. How are you? <laughs> Hoodlumish. Hey, <laughs> tricks with you. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I dress like a thug when the internet lets me down. Imagining assassinating it if it were indeed a person. <laughs> All right. So today we are we, we we first have to talk about last week and how we talked about a camel quiz and we have taken this quiz. And so uh, we have some results. We Most of our answers were rubric matches equal and the same. Um, however, we had two differing questions. One was on beards, which as those of you who have listened or watched or have met me, I can't grow one. Um, and Brendan has to be the most uh, cheekiest evil human being because he actually can grow one. <laughs> so... That was the first one, and the other one was the difference between our hair. I said that my hair is wavy or curly, I believe was the technical term for it, and Brendan said his was more straight. So those were the two differences that we had. The rest of them were all about the same in terms of average height and all that stuff. Um, so with that, we have the results, and so let's see. And So first of all, I want to know, Brendan, how many camels are you worth? Well... According to the ever-reliable Google, my beautiful, beautiful facial hair, and <laughs> unlike today, because there are like two or three days of unwashed wax in it, hence the hood, uh, my usually straight hair won me a total of 61 camels. Six plus one equals seven. Seven is the number of perfection and divine completion. Hashtag fearfully and wonderfully made. How many camels are you worth, bruh? Well, um, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to burst your bubble or anything. But uh, I am worth a total of seventy-seven camels. Which, if you're keeping track at home, means that I am. <laughs> double perfection <laughs> not just single perfection double perfection seven seven oh <laughs> crap some of us don't need double what we have from the all-sufficient one is good enough <laughs> well, anyway, seeing as we have a difference of opinions here, and apparently Google thinks that I am such a great human being to be worth 77 camels, um, we 
have to sort of see our dif- we have to we're going to test our differences here. We're going to see if we truly have a good connection as a friendship or if it's crumbling apart at the seams as we talk about all these uh, mm-hmm. all these um, camel value. So with that, uh, we've we've each picked ten questions that that are about ourselves, um, and we'll see if the other person can correctly guess what those answers are. Um, it might go well it might go horribly we don't know we'll see how it goes uh brendan do you want to start us off with the first question i don't but i will (laughs) a an imperative question that must be asked in any real true successful friendship broski (laughs) when is my birthday do you want specific date because I don't know if I have a specific date. I can guess the a specific day date. day and the month, ideally. Ideally. Okay. Um, I don't know why this number sticks in my head. Um, but I have here, if I can put it up, January 18th is my guess. I also do not know why that number is in your head. <laughs> January third. You got the, you got, you got oh, the month. See, got I was month. about to put fourth, but I didn't. Uh, I I I about put no the fourth, but I just something that would, still that would be have been a closer. Birth certificate. <laughs> Not close enough. All, All right, right what's half point one? there? Half point. All right. Um, what is my greatest fear? I want to say something transcendental, like dying alone. Oh, it's not something boring, like spiders or snakes. Um, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Finding an iguana in your toilet. Um, <laughs> oh, don't say interesting. Interesting is a yeah, horrible adjective. Interesting is a horrible idea. Ugh, spiders. <laughs> it's so ambiguous. Spiders. You're going with spiders. Okay, that that is technically right, but it's not the answer I put down. Uh, the answer I put down was having people in my life who make me feel alone. That was one of uh, that was one of uh, Robin Williams's quotes. That you don't want people in your life who make you feel alone. Because that's worse than actually being alone. Sure, Jan. Look at you trying to be all philosophical and deep just to like screw up my chances of winning this. Um, okay, <laughs> and see, I thought I was being helpful right now, the easy ones. What's the main thing I do in my free time? <laughs> um. Oh, this one, this one's pretty easy. I think uh, it depends on what you actually put down and what you actually consider free time. Does this mean time you're not at work or is this time uh, where you actually do stuff that you enjoy? Yeah. Time when I'm not at school. Okay. Teaching. Um, 
I would say either advertising, writing for your book, something to do with uh, the ghost of the unsaid. Yeah, that was an easy one. Because he was the first person to buy the book and read it, people. Podcast listeners, don't just be a listener. <laughs> also be a reader. What are you waiting for? The Ghost of the Unsaid, the Panopticon, buy on Amazon. <laughs> Please. Yes, writing. <laughs> yeah, it was easy. Good, good. All right, give me an easy one. All right. Uh, this one... This one I think should be easy for you. Um, what is my favorite movie? Or to term it a little better, what is my favorite uh, movie series? I think is really the question I'm going for. All right. Is it Christina? It's either Narnia or Lord of the Rings. I'm going to go with Lord of the Rings. Do you even know me, man? It's Star Wars, dude. <laughs> Of course it is. <laughs> yeah, that's how we became friends. That's. I thought that was. Yeah, easy. I shouldn't have gotten that wrong. I misspoke. <laughs> I didn't think. I just answered my books. Star Wars fans. He just answered it if I was some me. random human being. He just answers if I'm some random human being. <laughs> a general human being. A general Christian. Jesus <laughs> mentioned Star Wars, girl. <laughs> oh, Jakers. I'm going to give myself a point out of the default. <laughs> All right. Hopefully this one will things up for you a little bit slow you down what's the main thing i don't like about myself um i'm gonna say how quickly your hair grows <laughs> i do keep the barbers in this time in business Actually, how poorly I connect emotionally with other people. On one hand, I kind of like keeping people at arm's length. I like to look them in a cold and unfeeling way. But uh, sometimes I even I have to admit that I take it a step too far. (laughs) All right, what's your next one? (laughs) All right, you got at least one Uh, point in the what. What is my favorite food? I, I put two down on this list, so either one that you say is going to be the correct answer. Uh, Jakers, that's how firmly he believes I'm going to lose this. He's actually giving me, like, you know, throw, throwing me life rings. <laughs> I imagine the two you wrote were pizza and burgers, but I'm gravitating more towards pizza. Okay, so what's your final answer? Pizza? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to say that's Don't incorrect. My favorite is popcorn or Stop. steak. <laughs> no one's favorite food is popcorn. And everyone loves steak. It's but since your favorite is just greedy. 
man. I always said that if I'm going to die, I want I want to eat a bunch of of kernels. And if I'm going to get cremated, I don't know that I will. But if I ever get cremated, I want to eat a bunch of popcorn kernels and then get cremated. As that's how I die is eating too many popcorn kernels, and then uh, when they go to cremate me, it'll be explosions and fireworks everywhere. It'll be a great day. You're going to die of paranormal ingestion if I lose this 0 to 10. Okay, number... (laughs) I should have chosen harder ones. Who is my worst enemy? I'm going to say it's yourself. That's what I'm going to say. Hey, I got on with myself very oh. <laughs> Alright, so governments hate me and my siblings treat me like crap. But, no, for this one I went with the real supernatural answer. The demonic realm. But that's okay. Because I, I hate them too. <laughs> all right um so for my question what is my favorite animal um i know your sister's got a dog so presumably because i remember you saying once that the dog hates you but you have a soft spot for the dog so presumably you'd like to have one of your own or a better relationship with the one that lives in your dwelling uh yes yes i i i do you know say cats, you? someday i would say that's not my favorite animal though it is an elephant no one's favorite animal is an elephant <laughs> oh i like them you know i find them very it's from because i when i was little i watched babar and Babar was great, so I liked an elf. Never heard of it. And I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I've got right in these answers, saying the future rap one. <laughs> Bad. Oh, <laughs> right. What's my favorite place in the world? <laughs> Favorite place in the world? Um, hmm. uh, are we talking like in general, or are we talking like a specific place, like one, like one tiny little area that you really enjoy? We are halfway through this quiz, and I have no points in the scoreboard. Like hell, I'm giving you hints. um i'm gonna say i'm gonna say ireland and i'm just gonna say ireland (laughs) dang it it is yes yes (laughs) Uh, particularly it's parks forests and mountains (laughs) oh man all right uh my favorite possession is what no, I'm half tempted to say that little elephant toy you have now. Um, 
Lizzie, I know that you're using at church, and I think you play the guitar. I think you do. I know most people are in love with your, with their with their guitar, but yet you've never referred to an instrument. Um, I could say the cheesy answer is like you know, I'm a Christian and I love my Bible, but Christians also love Lord of the Rings, and that was wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm going with the cheesy answer is the right way to go. So in every video so far. Ugh. 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 You're a Baptist. I'm going to say your Bible. <laughs> Bingo, man. One point to you. <laughs> I don't deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you totally That's do. I don't. I don't. <laughs> oh, jeepers. Okay. Um, what is my favorite movie? Um, I'm going to go with Avengers Endgame. Um... Avengers Endgame is one of my favorites, but actually I prefer Avengers Infinity War to that. But even better, I just think the Lord of the Rings franchise is just the greatest masterpiece ever to be produced and put on the silver screen. I just think Peter Jackson, obviously based on the world oh, you're right, you're right. created an entire world across those three movies. Notice I said three, not six. The Hobbit. Eh. Doesn't have great rewatchable quality. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is, this is, I'm going to have a couple here that are either or questions. So um, do I prefer the day or night? And I'm supposed to know this time? <laughs> oh, Jakers. Use your brain. Use your brain. Uh, okay, you made an allusion in episode 33, I believe it was, to feeling offended when people wake you up early. So presumably your day can sometimes start off on a rather gruff note. Um, I'd say the night. It's like when you play, like you played basketball in the evening and the likes. So I imagine mm. you have quite a lot of fun in the evening to nighttime. I don't know when you do your... Yep, absolutely right. Wood cutting absolutely right. the night. <laughs> yeah. Happy days. I'm not a total yes, failure. Yes, correct. <laughs> Nobody ever thought you were, Brendan. Nobody ever thought you were. I was being to think I was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mine is... Similar. Um, what is my favorite day of the week? Favorite day of the week. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Saturday because you're not working. Why would you? Say and it's that? the most amount of free free time. Yeah. Plus, I get to chat to you and go on, like, excursions and climb mountains and forests and all that kind of crap. 
<laughs> Congratulations. You have another one. <laughs> Get the proof, y'all. <laughs> All right. Um, so you did make note of this earlier, but uh, pizza or burgers? Which do I prefer? <laughs> okay, yeah. So um, for those of you who may have forgotten what happened five minutes ago, when I brought that up, it was for his favorite food, neither of which had made his list, even his top two. Uh, so now I have to choose between the two things that did not make the list. Which of the things he does not like does he most favor? <laughs> uh, if I think for my, about myself, I like the experience of actually sitting down and I love the sensation of putting a burger between my teeth more than pizza. But I would always say that pizza is my favorite food. <clears throat> Even though I technically enjoy the texture and sensation of eating a burger more. But I also know that Americans use like, what is like 4 billion pizzas a year or something. Um, when alluded to that in an early, in an earlier video. Um, I'm going to say pizza. And if it's, you say it's wrong, I'm going to get your mother in here to, uh, verify. Uh, she's the one who cooks it. So she'll know what you prefer or not. She would expose you to the liar to the flock. Pizza. <laughs> it's it's a burger, totally. <laughs> I appreciate your How your strong friends? uh strong answer, but it was wrong. <laughs> strong, You're right about wrong. the texture. The texture is a lot better. <laughs> um I'm almost embarrassed to even ask you mine now. It's also an either or question. Chocolate or ice cream? Um, I have not heard you talk much about chocolate. Uh, so I have heard some things about ice cream and how you have, you know, teased your brother about getting ice cream on April Fool's. So I'm going to go with ice cream. <laughs> Dang it. I sat down to eat an Easter egg today, and yeah, that lasted about 15 seconds. And then I sat down to have an ice cream, and I had two. <laughs> it's ice cream. These are difficult days, people, I get that, but get your praise on, eat ice cream, and wait for the Lord's deliverance. <laughs> Amen. That's my life's Amen. motto. All right. So, so next one. Um, am I a early bird or a night owl? You're a pain of the neck as of this moment. <laughs> or at least your questions are. <laughs> if I think with the emails that you send, and um, yes, people, we're not texters or WhatsAppers. We have an email kind of friendship. Uh, however loose the word friendship might be after this quiz. I would say you statistically send more in 
what for you is nighttime rather than morning. Because I was thinking of it yesterday and I was like, hmm, this message has just come in. And I was like taking away like five hours of my head. I think you probably message me more at nighttime. So I'm going to say at night I will. Bingo. Absolutely correct. Not even okay. not even a shade of doubt on that one. Um, Good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> totally a night owl. Totally a night owl. All right. 37 according to my list. But uh, in real life, it's a question. Nine. What is my favorite food? After my riveting analysis of what yours probably possibly have been, I'll be around both times. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, you have said both on this podcast and in previous that pizza is your favorite food. Um, But that does not mean that it it actually is because you, you could change it on me. So... I guess it's better to be strong and wrong. So let's go with pizza. (laughs) Yeah. It's also better to be strong and right. It's pizza. (laughs) Oh, jeepers. Oh, man. All right. So um, this one... Because they find out and they they remember it apparently. Um, they use it against me. Yeah. So uh, if if our friendship had a theme song, what would it be? It's probably As changed now second? because there's probably some thing about it's not a good song. <laughs> As of this second. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Um, let's see. I think the Friends theme song would be good for us. I'll be there for you when the rain starts to pour. Yes, it might only be pouring in one of our nations, but that's okay. Um, I'll be there for you like I've been there before. (laughs) Although, I know you like the song You've Got a Friend in Me because you like Toy Story. And given that Friends is basically a TV show about people in their 20s and 30s looking for love in the most God-displeasing of ways, I'm going to go with the Toy Story song, You've Got a Friend in Me. Although it could be Michael Jackson's band. Yep, You've Got a Friend in Me. We're going with You've Got a Friend in Me. We're, we're stopping you right there. Okay. You get it. You get the point, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm logging my results somewhere and I can't even find the page. I'm just gonna write a big one here. <clears throat> okay, um this question as the last one of its kind people, just so uh you know that you're ready to put out your misery very soon, is the one word description question. How do I think you would describe me in one word? Not how do I see myself, how but how, the, do how I, think I would you des- would describe me. How I would describe it. Yeah. Hmm. 
So you're describing how I think you describe me. Try saying that ten times fast. Yeah, say that ten times fast. Goodness. Uh, well, I don't know. It, it's hard to. I don't even know how I would describe you in one word. So how how is it that you know what I would say? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty terrible. Um. All right. I think I'm just going to, again, just be strong and wrong. And I'm going to go with the word blue because it's your favorite color. And you might think that I think that you are uh, a blue, a blue colored individual as a person. So that's my, uh, that's my guess. It's true. I do love the color blue, and I wear it every single day. Um, I know my t-shirt looks white, but it's got blue on the sleeves, um, even today. Um, okay, the word I actually chose was loyal. Based on a conversation we had last mm, year okay. on the community, you described me at one point, I think you maybe used three words, but loyal was one of them. So, uh, I'm not sure why you said loyal, because the reality is, living in America, you have no idea what I say about you back here, or if I even acknowledge your existence, That's or, true. you know, yeah. you like to say, oh, you'll never guess what the Americans said this week, <laughs> but, okay, blue is a good one, blue is a good one. Maybe it was just wishful thinking, maybe it wasn't that I knew it, I just, I just maybe. had wishful thinking. Uh, I think blue had actually crossed my mind earlier, but in the end, I think it was. <laughs> All right. So my last question, and this is, this is the key question that everyone wants to know after this podcast. Um, and I want to know it now since I, I saw it on the list and it, it needs to be asked. How long do you think our friendship will last? <laughs> <laughs> uh, at this rate not until the end of this episode of the podcast <laughs> um, I think if we play our cards right this could be one of those friendships that lasts forever I do um, you're the best kind of friend insofar as we don't see each other physically at all uh, and I think the best friendships you ever have in your life are the ones where you don't actually spend time with the person because they've got few opportunities to let you down. So, uh, yeah, if we just don't see each other ever, I think we have this class forever. There you go. That That's exactly what I put. Eternity. <laughs> Same rationale, yeah. <laughs> So for those of you who uh, who know us and want to follow along with the quiz, you are welcome to play it as well as we go along. Um, I think, I don't know if I want to say what how many I actually got right, because it might hurt Brendan's feelings, but I believe I got five and a half. Um, and I was not keeping track oh, of his, I but five. I think he got like I made quite three. A you got five. Oh, Ooh, you did. Right. Yeah. I, I got five. I made quite a comeback there. 
I think I got five. You did. You did. You did have a good a good run towards the end. Did I? Yeah. I wasn't keeping track, so yeah, five sounds right. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. All right. Oh, well, we'll just have to pay better attention on both sides. <laughs> yeah. Elephants, elephants, elephants. All right. Well, let's get into our into our passage of scripture. Uh, you're welcome to, to, you know, give your answers, questions as well. So get send us an email at from Dublin to Cleveland uh, at gmail.com. Uh, go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, sure. Um, all right, guys. So we're going to move into our time of unpacking the Word of God. And today we're going to look at the first book, which is Genesis, chapter 50. That's 5 0, verse 20. <laughs> the last big story of Genesis, starting in chapter 37. Is about a teenager called Joseph. Joseph was a dreamer, much as his father and grandfather and ancestors had been before him, where the Lord would speak to him in dreams, night parables, telling him of things to come. And the Lord had given him two visions in his dream of his brothers, his father and his stepmother, bowing down before him. Joseph had shared these dreams with his family, only to receive a very negative response. Um, and ultimately, his brothers threw him down a well, sold him into slavery, and faked his death. They pretended he'd been mauled by a wild animal. Things went from bad to, to worse for Joseph, but the hand of God was always upon him. He would see examples of God's favour, then it would all go to hell. He'd see more examples of God's favour, things would take a turn. But eventually he ended up as the Prime Minister of Egypt. And his brothers did come to Egypt during a famine, and they knelt before him. But he wasn't lording it over them. Instead, he cried on them. He kissed them. He embraced them. And the dreams, which they'd all understood to be about power tripping and overruling, were actually about forgiveness, were actually about the restoration of a crazy, messed up family, but the one that God had chosen to be the most significant nation on earth, that of Israel. But after Joseph's father died, his brothers began to worry. You know, maybe Joseph hadn't really forgiven them. Maybe it was all for show, trying to impress daddy. But now that he was gone, Joseph was going to unleash holy vengeance on them. And it grieved him to hear this. So this is what he said. You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good. To accomplish what is now being done. The saving of many lives. 
because Joseph had been sent ahead of his family, he was able to mobilize the land of Egypt as a whole to be able to save and deliver Egypt from famine, but also neighboring nations, including his family's one. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that God enjoys evil in any causative sense. He despises evil. He loathes the fact that it exists because of what it does, the people he loves, the creatures he made in his image. But despite the enemy's plans to harm you, to kill you, and to destroy you, God can and is still working behind the scenes to work it all together for your good, but not just to deliver you. But he wants to make you a bright and shining light, reflecting his glory, so that all your world can get in. They won't all choose to, but they'll all have the opportunity because they'll see how God has delivered you, changed you, and helped you to become an overcomer. So no matter what you're going through, you keep your trust in God. You keep your feet firmly on the rock that is Christ. You'll wait out the struggle, tying your spirit to his. You'll have your victory, you'll have your breakthrough. He'll restore you, he'll heal you. And you'll see many lives saved as a result. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Logan, what about you? What do you take from this? Um, well, I, I, everything you said, I completely agree with. And um, yeah, the fact that God's able to save, it was all, it was all on God anyway, that God, God worked it out. Um, I think to, to give us a little different perspective, if we think of ourselves as from Joseph's brother's position, where we've done something wrong or we've done wrong things to other people, or maybe even we've done wrong to God, we've done wrong in front of him. Um, and a lot of us can get to the part where, you know, in verse 15, it says, perhaps God's going to hate us. Perhaps that person's going to remember what we did to them. And now that they're in charge, now that they're put in place, we've asked for forgiveness, you know, like, We've, we've asked for forgiveness from God, but maybe he's actually going to repay us all evil for what we did. Um, and, you know, for those of you who doubt maybe your salvation or, you know, maybe God is going to punish us for all those things we used to do. Um, here's here's the thing that we remember, that God God works those things out. We don't need to be afraid. As we look, we look in verse 21, uh, that continues Joseph's response. He says, now, therefore, don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. And that's how God speaks to us. Um, once we're forgiven, he, he doesn't hold a grudge and come back to us. A lot of us hang on to guilt and um, fear and uh, a lot of stuff that leads us to continue to either be in our sins that we're in or leads us to not feel like we can trust God and put our faith in God and let him forgive us. Um, and so we have to remember that, that God does, once God forgives us, it's, it's gone. I mean, he, he, he takes care of us. And there's no need to be afraid of that judgment anymore. Um, now, if we haven't truly for, been forgiven, we haven't truly 
asked for forgiveness, then yeah, we got to do some business, but um, we don't have to think that repercussions are going to come back on us after things have been forgiven. Um, and so uh, just, just to get back to Joseph for a minute, I mean, he, he took care of their, their little ones. He, he made sure they were provided for and taken care of um, and comfort them and speak kindly to them. And how, how do we, how do we act when people do us wrong? We don't, we don't do those things. Um, when they come to us and are like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Please, for, please forgive us. Sometimes we, we hold that grudge against them. Sometimes we hold that thing to him. But Joseph, he, Joseph had the right view that he said, why, uh, do not be afraid. Am I God? Um, uh, I know you guys meant it for evil. You guys meant it to hurt me, to take me out, to kill me so that I wouldn't be a part in my father's family. But God meant it for good. He worked things out so that I could save you and I could help you guys get through difficult, starving situations. Um, and I'll provide you. And then he just speaks kindly and nice to them. Um, which is just a great picture of Christ's love for us and God's love for us and how we should be towards those who do us wrong as well. Um, so hopefully that, uh, that as you go the rest of this week, whether you have done something wrong to somebody or somebody has done something wrong to you, that you're able to forgive them and seek forgiveness and um, repair those, those broken relationships and friendships that, uh, that happen as you go through this life. Um, anything you want to add before we go, Brendan? Yeah, I just like to, to, to pray your thanks. So guys, Reuben go for it. Be the oldest of the siblings. He slept with his father's concubine. It's pretty out there, even by Bible standards. So the other older brothers, Levi and Simeon, were renowned for hamstringing animals, animal cruelty. Any vegetarians or vegans out there, you would not have liked these guys. <laughs> Some of the brothers were born of concubines. They're the ones who threw Joseph down a dry well. So, uh, you know, you're thinking some bone knocking, some bruising, bleeding, maybe a broken bone or two, <laughs> or very almost. These are not good guys. They were wicked. The kind of people that you would scorn in polite society or even like seeing behind bars. But it pleased God the Father to deliver them. They were the smallest nation, had wickedness in their own right. But you look at how God absolutely turned the world upside down because of that little, disgusting, immoral, messed up familial nation. Now imagine what you can do in your life. So God, I thank you for every person who's been under the sound of our voices, oh God. Lord, it's not a mistake that you put Logan and I together. <laughs> Granted, a year and a half in, we still have a lot to learn about each other. But uh, even Lord God, for the <laughs> progress we have made, even creating this, getting... 35 or so episodes in, wasn't a mistake. It's not a mistake that people are listening to it now either. To open their ears, Lord, to hear from your Holy Spirit. 
concerning what you would have them know about their lives, about your love, about the sacrifice of your son, his resurrection, his ascension, his lordship, his sovereignty. Open their eyes to see what you are doing in their lives behind the scenes, making lives new, the greatest testimony there is. You save one so that many more can be saved. And open their hearts to know and understand the truth, to spew out deception with a hunger and thirst in the inner place for more of you, more of your words, more knowledge, more revelation, more understanding, more experiences with you, God. Shake what can be shaken so that what is solid and permanent and everlasting will remain. And whatever they're going through, God, work it all together for good in our time, in the days ahead, before year's end. Is what the enemy intends for evil has nothing on what you intend for good and for what is now being accomplished, the saving of many lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Guys, Amen. thank you so much for tuning in. Have a good week, today. everybody. Have a super special, awesome, wonderful week. Drop us a line or a prayer request or a message at from Dublin to Cleveland at gmail.com. Know that we're praying about you every time we think about you. And we're already looking very forward to the next video so that we get to speak into your lives again. Bring a little bit of hope, a little bit of fun. A little break from the madness that currently surrounds us. That even now, God is still working together for good, for the saving of many lives. Amen. Take care, friends. Amen. Bye. Have a great week, everybody.